Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I am thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be talking to you about this question, are you burnt out? What it means to be burnt out, what causes burnt out, like feeling burnt out and feeling overwhelmed. And really, I want us to consider today what stories we're telling ourselves about how tired we are, We've got some doozies. I know I do. And why? And what is the function of telling ourselves these stories? And really what we can do or what we need to not do to avoid burnout today. So here we go. I'm just excited to jump into all things overwhelm, right? Because I know that we are feeling so much right now. And I really think that this is a good complement to last week's episode and installment of really how we are mismanaging our brain during a pandemic or what happens during a pandemic, and also really um, on people-pleasing. And I really think um, about all of this and what we're telling ourselves as it relates to these things. Because you see, I really think that when we spend time trying to please other people or trying to control other people in both, both areas, or really trying to manage others' expectations of us, we often experience burnout. And and it gets overwhelming. So when we think about it, we are so invested in trying to control others, trying to control what they think of us. It's overwhelming. And we get to the point where we're like, this has, something has got to stop. Something's got to give. I just don't understand what more I can do, what other things are going to help me at this time. And I also want us to think about what it's like to really just feel crummy and feel bad and feel tired all the time. We have thoughts that lead to these thoughts that I'm not good enough, thoughts that this won't work out, I'll never lose the weight, nothing ever works for me, I'll never get this done because I never can learn how to follow through. And when we think about it, all that mental drama, all of these thoughts prevent us from showing up fully in our lives, showing up in the world in ways that we are called to do, right? We're just going to let ourselves be small and let ourselves feel bad, which gets us out of taking action. And I really, I always say this, you guys know this, that when we feel bad, about ourselves, about things that are happening to us, we have several options. We can hustle harder. We can give up and not show up. We can avoid our emotions. Um, Excuse me, I'm just going to pause really quickly. I have our allergic cat, um, (laughs) our cat who has allergies, who you might hear sneezing, who gets shots all the time, but clearly still is having 
trouble managing his allergies and he's now wanting to come and help with this episode. Uh, so helpful. Okay, so I, I, I'm just going to jump in to, to the bulk of this conversation and really offer something rather controversial. Are you ready? I love, like, I'm like, going to lean in. I'm going to really get into this. I'm going to make sure that you're listening, that you're ready to hear this. And hear it well. And I want you to recognize that your brain's going to struggle against this. It's going to struggle against what I say, but just go with me. Okay. Burnout is not, let's be clear, burnout is not the result of working too much. It's not even the result from, it's not even about having an unbalanced life. It's not because of those things caused by the stories we are telling ourselves. Your thoughts and emotions you're using to get like about what you need to do, about what work you need to do. And so really we see it as like this emotional drive that's driving. We know our emotions drive the work we do. And so when we have emotions of fear, of inadequacy, in fresh, or like emotions of frustration or scarcity or greed or overwhelm, you're going to deplete yourself very, very quickly. And so you will feel exhausted and you will feel stressed and you're going to be anxious. It's, it's like this vicious cycle and it will wear you down. And that's when you experience burnout. And, and really, I say this, Again, and I know this at a deep level, your health will be impacted. Um, and, and, that, and it could or it could not be. So what if I told you, you that you could do the exact amount of work, work the exact amount of hours and feel energized instead of feeling overwhelmed and burnt out? And I know what you're probably thinking, but I don't understand you. I don't understand what's going on with you. I know that when someone, when I was in coach training and they told me this, I was a single mom. You guys have heard me say it. And I was like, you do, you married person with full-time nanny have no idea what I'm going through. But I believe this. The more work I've done, the more options I've had, you know, and I deal with like autoimmune conditions, but I know that I have a choice in what I make my work mean, what I think about, how much I have to get done, and we all have that same choice. I've seen people work 12 hours a day. I've worked 12 hours a day, and I'm still full of life and energy and joy and peace and vigor, and passion, all the things. And then we've also seen those, those different people who work 12 hours a day or less. They work, I don't know, four hours a day, and they are completely burnt out, completely exhausted. I used to think of it, um, I used to have a lot going on, right? And, and I loved it. I was energized by it. And I had some family members member who didn't have, like, had one job, no kids, 
someone taking care of them and they were constantly exhausted, constantly overwhelmed, constantly anxious. And um, next week, I think it is, I'm talking about anxiety, which so we, we will get to that. But like, I want you to think that you, you, we can choose how to respond to what is happening in our world and what is happening in our life. And, and, and I want you to know that you have a choice to be exhausted, to be burnt out. And what I often find and I joke about is that people who are burnt out or who experience this feeling of burnout, they want you to know how hard they've been working, how rough they have it. You can see their thoughts by what they are saying out loud, what they're trying to tell you. And I know that when my stories of overwhelm and unfairness are creeping into my story or they were in my story, it's, it's, it's I can see it happening and see, like I can notice the feelings. We know that when we aren't buffering the feelings we're having, when we just take those feelings and feel them, we, we, we recognize them in our bodies. I know that the thoughts I start having about how much work I have to do to get the homeroom set or homeschool room set up or to get the, the, all the things purchased for supplies, that's optional. But I've started to notice, I now notice all the time where those stories are coming in and what I'm telling myself. And you might see those too, or you might have to train your brain to even recognize that these thoughts are options and that you can stop the cycle of burnout today. And that I think is so, it's a blessing. Yes but it's also a curse. So I want you to think about what stories you're telling yourself about how much work you have to get done, how hard it is, how you never get noticed, how you're the only one that really does this work, how tough you have it. I see this in my clients as well. And we know that my, um, like our, our, the stories we're telling ourselves usually show up in various areas of our life. And so I have fear around motherhood. I have thoughts about how no one is helping me. I don't have those now, but I did. No, they'll come up from time to time. About how the burden of homeschool is on me. And, and, and we think about this. It's in, in, and really it's nuanced. We're afraid to change, yes. And we see that like a lot of our our feelings of overwhelm come from fear of change. But it's also in how we believe the thoughts we have, the stories we tell about how it's going to wear us out, how difficult it will be, how much our kids need us and only us, or how much our autoimmune condition is limiting our experience of the world. And I want you to think about how you're experiencing overwhelm in your life right now. Where is it showing up for you? What thoughts do you have about it? What if this wasn't the case? What if you had a choice? Because you do. I know. And I promise you that. And so what we are going to look at is, is really what is fueling you. 
and really what is energizing or depleting your, your, your body and yourself. And I think this comes from our understanding of what is expected of us, how we should live our lives. I believe that our motherhood now, or even being a human in the world now, is, is like we are rewarded for this perpetual state of busyness. And, and, and busyness for the sake of busyness. You see the people that create all these stories about how much needs to get, get done. And I think COVID was the pandemic, like when we all had to stop. It changed what we could see, but I see people going right back to their old ways. And they, they, they could see the light at the end of the tunnel. And then they were like, wait a minute. Nope, we got to go back because that's what we knew, and this was too unknown and too fearful. I believe we also have a choice about productivity. If you have not listened to my productivity podcast, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that, because here's it in summation, right? We have the option just to get things done without the drama, and this is what we're going to be talking about in the Courageous Life Society this month, getting it done, right? Without, like, we're going to look at what thoughts have fueled us. And really, when we see that we have a choice in getting things done and being productive, in taking action that matters, we then can do anything we want. We can then live a life of real contribution and satisfaction. And in this process, I also really talk about obstacles. Because oftentimes we let obstacles cloud our understanding of overwhelm, right? So I always say, I think of obstacles as stoplights. Um, we use overwhelm as a stoplight. So when you come, like you're driving to the store, you're not going to stop um, at a stoplight and turn around and go back because this, it's red. Or you're not going to be like, well, I don't know where I'm going, so I'm going to turn around and go back home. You're going to figure it out. You're going to use those, 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 those signs on the road. You're going to use all that you can find to figure it out. But we have let overwhelm and burnout and, and these thoughts about burnout, right? Send us back, send us back to our old, old ways, send us back to the way things were. And, and really we have a choice in this. I also think about um, like the starting, stopping, starting, stopping, like, is this the right way? Um, at, we don't, we go to stoplights and keep going. We don't see stoplights as like this existential crisis that this not, might not be working. We are like, when we come to a stoplight or an obstacle in this case, we're going like, to question everything. And that it takes so much mental energy to do that each time we burn that energy up. And so when we use overwhelm as a reason to stop and question everything and take a break and to tell ourselves that, that, that we need a relief from all that we're going, that's going on, that's really quitting on yourself. But you don't have to keep giving up. And I want you to know that this 
this, this like uh, burnout conversation doesn't feel like giving up. It's not, you're not going to be like in your brain, you're not going to be like, oh, well, I'm giving, I'm giving up. It's not working. I quit. It doesn't sound like you're quitting because your brain's too smart for that. You'll th- things, say things like, life got in the way. I was too busy, so I had to quit working on that goal. For me, I wanted to use my autoimmune condition as the reason for stopping lives of courage. I really, really wanted that because that is not, you're not quitting. You're just saying life got in the way. I often, like women who are committed to eating healthy, they're, they're, they, they, they want to eat healthy, but they haven't made that 100% commitment and done the three steps. And they'll say things like, I was too exhausted to follow my food protocol. I hear that so much. Just too overwhelmed. I'm doing too many things. I wonder, like, what is it that's exhausting you? If your brain is exhausted because you're tired of listening to all the self-doubt, if you're tired of stopping at the stoplights and questioning everything, so tired of listening to all the things that you will bring up, the constant dreading, constant worrying. It's, it's overwhelming. And so you're saying, I need a break. I need to buffer. I need to stop these emotions. It was too hard. It was too stressful. It's too tough. So many people have said this before. It's like getting to that edge of the cliff. You're so close, but it gets too overwhelming. So you turn around and go back. And what we know about our brains is our brains, they do not like change. And so they're going to convince you that it's too much work. That primitive part of your brain that's trying to keep you safe. And you hear people talking about change and wanting to change desperately, but their life never does. It doesn't, it does it's, there are things that always come up and they talk about the things they want to do and the intentions they have. And I'm like, sister, you have another choice. And it doesn't have to be this way. This doesn't have to be your story. There's another option. And we give up before, during, and after. We give up. I believe we have a very low tolerance for discomfort. You guys have heard me talk about courage over comfort. And so we use any kind of discomfort and and really this idea of burnout is we've just exacerbated discomfort in our mind. And any type of discomfort we've used as a stoplight to tell us to stop and turn around. We need to go to somewhere predictable somewhere that I know what's going to happen. I need to be taken care of. This is too scary. I've noticed also that when we are changing, we don't know how to feel our feelings. We talk about this so much in my coaching practice is that you've never practiced how to feel your feelings. And so when you're sitting with discomfort, 
You're going to do everything to avoid the feeling. Everything. You're like, oh, I can't do this. And, and, and those people who are avoiding their feelings often, their rate of burnout is, I would say, so much more. We all have a choice when emotions come up. We can distract from work. Yeah. We also know that when we aren't clear and don't have intentional thoughts, we're not going to take forward motion action. I talk about this in my The Ways You Sabotage Your Life webinar. We'll be in a pattern of overreaction or inaction. Remember, there's three types of action we can take. Forward motion, overreaction, doing all the things, being frantic, or inaction, which might feel like a lot of action. You're doing research, but it's nothing to drive you forward. And we know it's our thoughts, intentional thoughts, derive that intentional forward motion action. And we see that some people who work so busily, and this was my story for so long, I did all the things to the point of like, ah, frantic action, overreaction, it's not producing high quality work, intentional work. Because often our thinking is so unfocused, so frantic, so negative, so full of scarcity. And if this is our story, we know that our thoughts drive our emotions and our emotions drive our action. It's never about the amount of work you do or you have to do. It's never about that. It's the constant mental chatter that causes burnout. It's the constant mental drama that causes overwhelm and provokes stress. And ultimately, right, what we're seeing in the world today, burnout. When we use our work as a way of buffering, as a way of not needing to feel our emotions. And it produces these cycles, like the cycle of burnout. I read the book, Burnout, and while it is so helpful and so lovely, there are so many ways that I think we are saying, take more action. Here, jump on a treadmill, like get your energy out, yes. But when you don't just actually feel your feelings, you're gonna run more, you're gonna do all the things you need to learn just to feel your feelings. And that will change your experience. And that will change your story. And so I often see people who come to me and they believe that if they could just quit their job or make more money and then then the stress, all their stress would be gone. But this never happens because stress is coming from the brain. It's coming from our thoughts. It's coming from our thoughts that, that create the emotion. It's not from our job. It's not from the circumstance. It's not from our children. It's really from our thoughts. And so what do you do if you're stuck in this thought cycle, these these thought patterns? And for me, the answer is to start with your anchor thoughts, those thoughts that will anchor you to that place of calm and 
compassion, or even that place of like understanding that you can figure this out. And when we start with deliberate thoughts and deliberate emotions and deliberate goals that we set for ourselves, we understand what action, what intentional action we need to think. It's so much about being mindful of our thoughts, our emotions, our actions. I want you to think about a goal right now, any goal that you might have. What thoughts are driving the action you take around that goal? I want you to think about that. Think about how you feel about that goal. Are you ready to really take action? Are you stuck in this frantic overreaction or inaction? I want you to think about your life's purpose. Are you living in that? Do you know what it is? And are you stuck in like inadequacy, feeling like you're not worthy, feeling like you're not enough? Or are you ready to change your life from this feeling of like, I can do this. I can figure this out. I've got this. So I really want you to explore your thoughts and your emotions and what you've been doing. And when I set goals, either for, and I call them results, of course, whether in my business or my personal life, I do this not from a place of like unworthiness, not from a place of like, I need to prove something to others. It is truly and, and deeply from a place of, of just believing in myself. You guys have heard me say that I'm convinced that when we're hustling to try to prove that we are worthy to others, we feel burnt out. And how do we make sure that what we are doing, the action we are taking is from a place of full acceptance, full worthiness at this moment in time already? And of course, you guys, of course, I think you need a reason for why you do what you're doing. When we create, when we use the three steps for unshakable commitment, that compelling reason why drives that those thoughts and emotions about the reason why drive your actions. And when we do it from a place of abundance and goodness and knowing that we can make it happen, you're like, what? This is everything. And when we understand that we can do it for as long as it takes, as many, as many um, webinars that we need to do, as and many times that we need to tell our children and remind them of the darn routine every day, we're going to do it. We will do it as long as it takes. We get so caught up in thinking something needs to be done this instant. Kids need to do what we, they, we think they should do this instant. Our husband needs to do his honey-do list this instant. We need to uh, get clients this instant. You guys, I could talk hours about instant gratification, but I really want you to think about the, the thoughts you have about how things need to happen for you, like right now. And you don't have to keep saying, but I don't know if it's 
it's meant to be if it doesn't happen in this instant. You guys know I love to talk about hamster wheels, but really lab rat wheels because I learned behavioral modification with lab rats. And um, I think we often see this cycle. We're like, we got to just keep walking. It's so hard. There's so much going on. And we don't understand that, what, like, why are we doing this? Why do we just keep going? What is fueling this action? Could we take a different path? Could we do something different? You don't have to keep going the way you've always gone because that's the only way you know. You get to choose. And, and, and when we, like, uh, we, I don't even know how to say this gently, but I feel like it's almost like an entitlement. And then that leads to burnout. You cannot give half, half-heartedly get your way to greatness. You can't be half-hearted in your efforts and expect a, expect a spectacular result, right? You can't look at someone else and say, Oh, they have it so easy. Why can't I get that result when you don't understand what they have or haven't put in? When you don't understand their thoughts fueling the action they take. And I have friends who give up, family members who give up. I have given up when it got hard, it, when, the, when life got hard, right? We blame ourselves. Because this is what our brains do. We know this. Like, it's your fault. It's how our brains cope. We got to do it. And we don't decide to be all in. Like, mm, I, I tried it, but it didn't work for me. It was too hard. It didn't come easy. Activities can be hard and challenging. Don't tell yourself the reason you haven't done something is because it was too hard. And then, and then, like, don't let your brain believe that. What if you started asking yourself to be more than you are today? What would happen? What would your brain do? Like, you could just go all in. I always, you guys know I talk about this gap from here you are, here is where you want to go. So what if you just, like, figured it out? And, like, thought about it as fun and you're not doing it because you have something to prove or you're just knowing it will be fun to figure out and that you believe that you can figure it out and being being in that next stage of your life will feel as good as it does getting there but when you come up from a place of right now is really really bad and this is going to be so uncomfortable and so hard and so awful, we're going to be burnt out. We're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to show yourself what is possible every darn day by doing the work. And in the Courageous Life Society, and we're, we're doing, we're getting it done this month. We are showing ourselves that we can just wire in productivity. We can be, we can feel like <gasps> overwhelmed. We're going to feel the feelings 
and meet ourselves on the other side. We're not going to buffer. We're not going to spend all the time. Think of all the time we waste by getting on our phones and not doing the work we should do because, oh, it might be too hard and we don't want to do it. Or you waste in like those mental exercises of overwhelm. Think about that. Think about what that means. In the society, we're going to pick a goal. We're going to manage our thoughts and emotions about it. When you're clear about those thoughts and emotions, you then set forward motion action to achieve that goal. You don't get to have the drama about it. You've done it. You're being driven by that positive or neutral emotion. And you know you will be uncomfortable. You will get frustrated. It will, you will have urges to quit. You'll experience negative emotion, but you will know how to feel those feelings and meet yourself on the other side. And you will understand that the reason you are doing this is not from a place of inadequacy right now, not trying to prove something to anyone, but because you know you can do it. You know that anything is possible for you. I think for my life, I'm so in awe of this work. I'm driven by my passion to share this message. I know I can go out and go all in and do hard things because I am doing the work I was called to do. I'm doing the work to share, share my message, to give, my, like, give others inspiration and hope, and I will not quit on that. Even when I come to a stoplight, I won't turn around and go back home. Even when I get a diagnosis and I think that it's too much to work, and manage my family and manage all the things I'm going to keep going. I'm going to figure out a way. I'm going to do it as long as it takes. So please, please listen to me. Do not let burnout, quitting, giving up, those emotions interfere with you being able to realize your dreams for you because you understand that you get this one and precious life and your life is meant for so much, sweet friends. Okay, here's what I wanna tell you. You don't have to feel burnt out. You don't have to keep up all that drama, all the overwhelm, all the thoughts that you're doing it wrong. You can choose a different path. And someone said to me, oh my gosh, like I was talking about offering this podcast and they're like, well, I don't want to miss doing the get it done in the courageous life society. So here's what I'm going to do for this, this Monday, you still can get in. It's not too late. Even though like, I want you, if you hear this message and you're like, darn it, I'm ready. I don't want you to have to wait you still can go to jessicastong.com forward slash society and sign up today. Because here's the deal. You can do this work. You don't have to be burnt out. You don't have to feel that way anymore. If you are ready, I am here for you. And also one last thing. I have one more slot 
for individual coaching. I just graduated someone. And um, I love that I'm like graduating people, but you know what I mean? Like they are able to do the work in their brains with just check-ins because you can do this work. You can coach yourself when you learn more about your brain and how nuanced it is and how it reacts to change. You then know what to do in response to all of that. So sweet friends, I really want to push you on this question of burnout and is it necessary and do you have to feel it? Especially in the pandemic, do you have to feel it? I don't know, let's talk. Okay, again, thank you so much for all your goodness, all your support. If you have any um, suggestions for topics you want to, presented, let me know. You can email me, hello at jessicastong.com. I hope you have a great and courageous week. Thanks so much. Hey, it's Jessica. I just wanted to quickly, um, before we go, I wanted to invite you um, to start coaching with me. I know that there is so much going on in this world, and all we want to do is take control of our lives to feel more joy and more peace. And really, what we know is that someone outside of the stories you're telling yourself, someone outside of the narrative and the thoughts in your brain, someone can help you walk through this time. I want to be that person. I would be so honored to help you. We get to create the habits to help us feel good and rewire your brain. And really, you don't have to live in chaos anymore. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. You have the key to your own joy. And I want to help you with the tools to unlock that joy. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm offering individual coaching practices right now with payment plans. You can try this out for one month. So book a free discovery session on my website, jessicastong.com. You can um, really just look into what I do. There is no obligation in these free discovery sessions. It's one hour of coaching consult to discuss what we can do together. We can do this. There is never going to be a better time than now. So do this and watch your life change. I'm so excited for you. Um, Again, I can't wait to work with you. And um, if you have any questions, you also can email me at stong.jessica at gmail.com. Thanks so much. See you next week.